What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in today's video, we're going to be going through the best draft strategy if you're picking later on in the first round of your fantasy football drafts. So over the last few days, already went through early first round, mid first round. Now we're going to be looking at picks nine through 12. So talking about some of the best targets that you guys should be looking out for in this ADP range, I'm going through four different mock drafts. So from pick nine, 10, 11, and 12. And then just talking about some general trends and strategies that I noticed kind of researching for this video. If you all do enjoy the content, you find it helpful, informative, entertaining, just do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. It helps me out a ton. And then also uh, leave your comments if you do have any. I'll make sure to get back to you as soon as I can. But let's jump into some of the round one targets. And as you can see, these are going to be some players that might be available when you're on the clock, picks nine through 12 in the first round. So you can see I have them color coded. This is just, um, you know, kind of explaining how interested I would be in drafting them at this price. So green means I think they're a great value. I think you should smash the draft button here. Yellow is, you know, I think they're an all right value. Maybe I don't love it, but I'm fine with it. Red is I would be avoiding these players in this range. And then you can also see their consensus ADP next to their uh, positional ranking, which is um, something I got by taking the combined ADP of ESPN, Yahoo, and Sleeper to get that uh, ADP there. So starting off with Bijan Robinson and Tyree Kill, I think in most drafts, both of these players are probably going to go top eight, which means they wouldn't be available 9, 10, 11, or 12. However, I have seen a few drafts here and there where one of these guys falls out of that spot. They fall to nine, they fall to 10. You know, maybe the draft starts off super running back heavy. Tyreek Hill's available. Maybe it starts off super wide receiver heavy. You know, Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey, both go ahead of Bijan Robinson. Then it is possible these guys slip to like nine or 10. If Bijan or Tyreek Hill slips into this range, for me, they're just like an auto draft. Wouldn't even think about it. Whatever one's available, that's the player I'd be going for. Then we have Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley here. And you can see I have these guys in yellow, which means I don't really love the price, but like I'm all right with it. For me, I view Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley as like one, two turn guys, but I'd prefer to get them like 112 or later pretty much. So like if I have the 109, 110, 111, I don't really love the idea of spending that on JT or Saquon, but I do understand if you want to just lock down a running back early on. Then we have Stefan Diggs here. For me, Stefan Diggs is my number eight overall player. So if you're getting him 9, 10, 11, 12, I think that's a nice value. I do have Derrick Henry in red here, which means I'm just not interested at this price. For me, I do think there's kind of a tear break between Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley and then getting into Derrick Henry. I have you guys like uh, Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard. I have those guys ahead of Derrick Henry. I have Brees Hall ahead of Derrick Henry. I think Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry are very close in my rankings. So I just like some other running backs ahead of Derrick Henry, and I'm just not willing to reach, you know, in the first round if I like some other running backs that you can get later on, you know, ahead of him. Devontae Adams, I think a great option if you want an elite wide receiver at the 1 2 turn. Would prefer him at like the 111, 112, but still like him. And then Patrick Mahomes here, just not someone I'm interested. Quarterback, first round. Honestly, quarterback, first two rounds going to be pretty out on it. So definitely passing on Patrick Mahomes. Now let's shift into the round two targets. So we're going to have some of the same guys here and my stance may kind of change on them if they are second round picks. So you can see Saquon Barkley. I liked him as like a very late round one, 
early round two guy. So I'm all in on early round two Saquon Barkley. Same thing with Stephon Diggs. If these guys are still there, I'm all on board. Still kind of out on Derrick Henry. Like I said, prefer guys like Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard. You can see Josh Jacobs going on later. So still not even super interested in Derrick Henry um, in early round two. Devontae Adams, still very in on him. Still out on Patrick Holmes. Then we kind of get some of these fresher options. The ADP was kind of really concentrated here. So there are a lot of guys who could go, you know, late round one, early round two. C.D. Lamb here, for me, I view him as a, you know, easy round one, two turn guy. So if you're getting him round two, I think he's a steal. I would honestly even consider him in round one. I think I actually did draft him in round one in one of my mock drafts. Once we get into those, Josh Jacobs, I think he's a fine pick here. I do have Nick Chubb and Tony Pollard ahead of him, so I would prefer those guys. But if you do really like Josh Jacobs, I think drafting him, you know, early, mid-ish, second round is fine. Um, A.J. Brown, same thing. I'm not as high on A.J. Brown as consensus. I'd prefer a guy going behind him like an Amon Ra, but I do understand it. And then Nick Chubb, I do like him here. Nick Chubb is someone that I have not been in on in previous years. I'm very interested in him this year. I feel like the upside is there. He may have a receiving role. They've just brought in no competition for him. So he's someone that continues to move up my rankings. And I think like the next time I put out my running back rankings, I think he's going to be in that tier with Saquon Barkley and Jonathan Taylor, which means I'd kind of be considering him at that like one, two turn area. Now, the final set of targets we're going to be looking at round three. And if you're looking at the uh, players here, you may think there's not really any solid options because I only have two players in green, four in red, two in yellow. The two guys I have in green, Devonta Smith, Chris Olave, these are both guys I'd consider early round three. So if you're getting them late round three, you know, I think the value's there. Really like both of those guys. Then we have DK Metcalf, who I talked about, I think in yesterday's video, um, or sorry, the uh, pick five through eight video. I'm just not super in on Metcalf. There are other wide receivers going after him I'd prefer, and I'll get into those in just a little bit. Joe Burrow, I view Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson ahead of Joe Burrow, so I'm not willing to take a uh, late round three Burrow. Like I said, Lamar Jackson here. I'd be okay with Lamar Jackson. Three, four turn would probably prefer early fourth round, but you know, either way, I think it's fine. Kenneth Walker, Aaron Jones. These are just not players I'm really interested in here at the... Uh, three, four turn. If I was looking for running backs at the spot, I'd consider guys like Najee, Travis Etienne, um, but Walker Jones, for me, I just think you're kind of reaching here. I think there are better wide receivers available. Debo Samuel, I'm not a big Debo guy. I understand the appeal, so I kind of said I was fine with the pick. If you are looking for a running back in this range and you're not getting some crazy value on like a Brees Hall or Ramondre, I would be taking Jameer Gibbs. Like I like Jameer Gibbs, especially in PPR, half point PPR formats. I would easily take him over guys like Kenneth Walker and Aaron Jones. And then at the wide receiver position, I said I didn't really like DK. I'd be totally fine taking a Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper in this spot. Just because the ADP didn't necessarily line up doesn't mean I'm not interested in those guys at this late round three price. So I do think it's a fine spot to be picking. I just do think the running back position is going to be a little bit thin here, which is something we'll kind of get into in the uh, mock drafts. But let's jump into the first mock draft. This is going to be a PPR draft from the ninth pick. Uh, Two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex uh, starting lineup. And we started this draft off by drafting uh, Stephon Diggs at the 109. So unfortunately, we didn't get a falling Tyreek Hill or Bijan Robinson or Cooper Cup. So I take my eighth overall player, which is Stephon Diggs. 
we lock up our you know stud wide receiver one and then when we're getting into round two this is a spot where I really think we kind of have to consider going at least one running back I've talked about this in the other two draft strategy videos I think it's really tough if you do not leave the first three rounds with at least one running back you feel confident in and at this spot, I do think running back gets a little bit thin once we're going to the back um, half or like towards the end of the third round, right? Like I talked about Jameer Gibbs is really like the only guy I'd be interested in at that ADP. And if he's not there, then you can kind of get into a tough spot. So I ended up going with Jonathan Taylor, plus a lot of my other wide receivers, Lamb, Amon Ra, AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, all those dudes off the board. I also just felt like the value was there with Jonathan Taylor in terms of like being the best player available. So we start off with a Stefan Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, first and second round. I think that's a really strong wide receiver one and running back one to start off our draft. And then getting into round three, here is where we got a falling Brees Hall. And if you're going to give me Brees Hall late third round, I'm going to be in on that all day long. I don't think this is going to happen consistently in drafts, but I do think it might happen occasionally. Some people concerned about the injury. You can even see Jameer Gibbs went ahead of him, Metcalf ahead of him. If I'm getting Brees Hall at the 309, I'm going to smash the draft button all day long. So through three rounds, two running backs, one wide receiver, we have the fourth round swing back around. It looks like we could have gone with a Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields. At this spot, I just decided to go with an Amari Cooper, shake it up a little bit. Two wide receivers, two running backs. Then in the fifth round, I thought this was an interesting spot where we could get an elite quarterback option. I didn't want to go tight end like a Kyle Pitts just yet. Um, and, you know, the wide receivers, I felt like there would be some solid available for us in the sixth round. So I go with Justin Herbert here in round five, pair him as our starting quarterback. And I do think Herbert is a little bit undervalued this season. I think he's a lot closer to Joe Burrow than, you know, where they're being drafted. I understand Joe Burrow is coming off the way better season, but we also have to consider the fact that Herbert had his weapons injured throughout the entire season. He was banged up throughout the entire year. And prior to last season, he's put up nothing but like absurd production at the quarterback position. So I do think those guys are pretty close. So if you're going to give me like a round and a half discount, I will take Herbert all day long. And then in round six, we're going to stack uh, Justin Herbert with Mike Williams. So now we have one of our flex spots filled up. Like I've been talking about in these other draft strategy videos, I pretty much, especially in PPR formats, I want to have wide receivers through the flex. So I get one or two running backs early on. And then I want wide receivers in the flex, and I even want some wide receiver depth as guys who can fill in in the flex uh, later on in the season. So Mike Williams, round six. We go Traylon Burks, round seven. This was recorded before the news that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is the favorite to go there. So, you know, keep that in mind. Jordan Addison, round eight, and then Rashad Bateman, round nine. So at this point, we have six wide receivers that I feel pretty confident in. So four in our starting lineup two on the bench to fill in for bye weeks injuries. At this point, we haven't gone tight end, so we're kind of looking for a late round option. I just went back to back tight end. You know, one player that I think maybe has some sneaky upside, but rookie tight ends, a little bit concerning. So I go Dalton Kincaid round 10. Then I go Tyler Higby round 11, who I think is a really nice late round guy. And then just finish this draft up with, uh, you know, some depth running back options, handcuffs, Tank Bigsby and Jalen Warren. Overall, I feel like this draft is pretty solid. Tight end position, obviously, you know, could be a little bit better, but I feel like our wide receivers are really strong. A running back room of Jonathan Taylor and Brees Hall is great. And then Herbert at quarterback, I feel pretty solid in. So I do like the way this draft played out. 
I like how we kind of went balanced early on through four rounds, two running backs, two wide receivers. So now let's shift into the draft from the 10th overall spot. Once again, at PPR, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex spots. And we're picking here at the 110. Uh, this was a spot where we once again did not get a falling Bijan or a falling Tyree Kill. So I went with Stefan Diggs once again. Didn't really want to shake it up. He's the guy that I value as the best option there. And then in round two, instead of going with a running back, we could have gone with a Jonathan Taylor. I didn't want to have the same start. So I went with Amon Ra St. Brown. I love the value on Amon Ra. I view him as a first round guy. So getting him round two is going to be a steal for me. And this was a spot where I was a little bit concerned because if we don't get a running back right in round three, we might be in a rough spot moving forward. However, Jameer Gibbs is the guy that I like to target in this area. If you do need a running back, he falls to us in round three. So he's going to slot in as our running back one. Round four, we get Keenan Allen. And then in round five, just like we did in the last draft, going to stack Keenan Allen with Justin Herbert. We didn't get Keenan in the last draft, but we got Justin Herbert at quarterback. The way I saw in these drafts is that Justin Herbert is someone I like to kind of snag here as a quarterback option. Um, You're probably not going to be super in on Lamar unless you want to get him, you know, three, four turn Justin Fields, but you can kind of get like the Herbert Lawrence territory at like the five, six turn, which is something I am pretty interested in. And then we go Mike Williams in round six, another draft with Mike Williams. You know, some people may not like having Keenan Allen, Mike Williams on the same team. I don't really mind it. I think this is going to be a good offense. Plus, it's a long season. Uh, Trades can happen. All of that stuff. Now, this was a spot where we could have gone at the wide receiver position, but I actually like the value that was available at running back. Pretty rare for me to go round seven and round eight running back, you know, in the same draft, but I do think the value lined up. So I went with Javante Williams in round seven. We needed a running back two. And then honestly, eighth round David Montgomery. I think I picked him in one of the drafts. Um, for pick five through eight. I'm not a huge David Montgomery guy. Like I said, I'm in on Jameer Gibbs and we did draft Jameer Gibbs, but I picked him here. Once again, maybe not loving the kind of teammates in the backfield, but I do think you can kind of play your matchups and we do have Javante there also. And I guess you're kind of hedging your bets. You know, if David Montgomery's the guy, he's going to end up being a steal at this ADP. If Jameer Gibbs is the guy, then Gibbs is going to be a steal at this ADP, and then you have handcuff value for kind of both of those options. So at this point, we have four wide receivers, three running backs. We've got the QB position filled up, so now we want to uh, get some wide receiver depth. I go Elijah Moore, Cortland Sutton, 9-10. I think nice values there. Um, You know, could have considered Bateman also, but I think we picked him in the uh, last draft. So I wanted to shake it up a little bit. Once again, we're kind of in a spot where we didn't have a super strong tight end we felt confident in. So I went with Tyler Higby, Kendra Miller as a depth at running back, and then finished it up with Irv Smith also at tight end. Um, So kind of what we've seen so far is I think we can put together some pretty strong rosters. The one weakness I will say in both drafts has been the uh, tight end position. But outside of that, I do feel like these drafts are coming together pretty well. Now moving over to the 11th pick, once again, PPR, same format, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flexes. And this was honestly a very, very unique start to this draft. So I go C.D. Lamb in round one at pick uh, 111. Then I go with Amon Ross St. Brown at the 202. So I wanted to get a wide receiver, wide receiver start. I think we did that in the last video also, uh, yeah, or the last draft. Yeah, so we go wide receiver, wide receiver. But then this is where we ran into some problems here in round three. 
because we did not have one of our running backs available. There was no Brees Hall. There was no Ramondre Stevenson. Jameer Gibbs was picked right before us at the 310. So this was a spot where I guess I could have gone quarterback with a guy like Lamar. I just hit the wide receiver position once again. So I went with Calvin Ridley. Then we got to the fourth round, Lamar Jackson off the board. Didn't love the running backs. I didn't want to force a pick. So I went with Calvin Ridley. Then we get to the fifth round. And once again, I didn't like any running backs, right? We just saw James Conner going round five. I don't want to pick uh, five, six turn Cam Akers. So I ended up going with DJ Moore. Now I understand, right, five picks in, it's probably strange to have a player not even in your starting lineup, but throughout the NFL season, like DJ Moore is going to filter into the lineup. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be bye weeks. Not overly concerned about it. I wouldn't say it's an ideal start, but I'm not going to be someone who's going to force, you know, a different position if the value is not there. Round six, go with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, get that stack with uh, Calvin Ridley. And now we're in a spot where it's like, all right, we got to get serious about the running back position. At this point, no running backs in our lineup. But I think we honestly recovered pretty well here. We went David Montgomery in round seven, James Cook in round eight, both guys in semi-ambiguous backfields. Then we go Devin A-Chain in round nine. Obviously, you're hoping that uh, Delvin Cook doesn't go there. Once again, we didn't have a a great start at the tight end position. So I go Kincaid, Dulcich, back-to-back. And unfortunately, this draft didn't have a ton of bench spots, but with this kind of draft setup, I probably would have snagged one more wide receiver since we only had five. But since our wide receiver position was so strong, I would have just hammered like handcuff running backs because that is the weakness. So guys like Jalen Warren, Tank Bigsby, Roshan Johnson, um, trying to think of some more Tajay Spears. Those are the types of guys I would be looking for to kind of round out our bench. So probably the most unique build If I'm being honest, I don't think I love it, but our wide receivers are really strong, just kind of showing you what could happen if you don't snag a wide receiver, or sorry, a running back in the first like two-ish rounds. Um, If you do like this start, then, you know, by all means, take those wide receivers early and often. And then shifting into our final mock draft, pick 12, I completely flipped the script from the last draft instead of going wide receiver, wide receiver. I went running back, running back. I think this is a nice spot where if you do like these one-two turn running backs, hit a Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, a one-two turn, just get two stud running backs to start off the draft. So I do like that. And then heading into round three, um, there wasn't really a running back available. I don't know if I'd want to start off three straight running backs. We had some decent wide receivers available like a Keenan Allen. I do like him. We could have gone Lamar Jackson. But this was a spot where we had Josh Allen fall to the uh, 312. I don't really know why I said his name like that. Josh Allen, we had him fall to the 312. And I talked about how I don't want round two quarterbacks. I don't even really want like uh, early round three, mid round three options. But if you're going to give me Josh Allen and his elite ceiling, 25 points per game, if you're going to give me him at the 312, I'm going to have to pull the trigger. So I go with Josh Allen. Our first three picks, Saquon, JT, Josh Allen. Now three rounds in, we have no wide receivers. I want wide receivers through the flex. So we're just going to hammer the wide receiver position. Once again, I went Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I guess those are guys, honestly, where their ADP just kind of lines up with the spot. And I like both of them. So Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, Jordan Addison, four straight rounds. This is the best tight end I think we've had in these videos. Maybe not a spot that's super conducive to getting a great option because I don't really love like early sixth round Goddard or Waller, and they don't really fall to like late seventh round. But we go with David Njoku in round eight. 
I like him as like one of those back end tight end one options where you probably don't need a second guy there, you know, unless you're going with like a Higby Kincaid like I've done earlier on. Then we get two more wide receivers, Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore. And then since we hadn't hit the running back position in a while, just fire off some handcuffs, Kendra Miller, Roshan Johnson, and Chase Brown. I think this team is really interesting. I kind of like the start, the running back, running back start. If you can get some value at wide receiver, it could make some sense, um, you know, but I do think it kind of played out well for us. Plus the value of Josh Allen in the third round, I think is also really interesting there. And that is something I will take, even though I'm not super big on like early quarterback, but early, I mean like round one, round two, early round three. So um, what do you guys think about these mocks? I kind of wanted to, you know, give you guys some different perspectives. So we went some heavy wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back starts, you know, some uh, wide receiver, running back, running back starts. We had the, you know, just crazy wide receiver run and then the pick 12 running back, running back to start it off. I think it's always really important to kind of understand the ADP of the platform you're drafting on, but I kind of feel like it's even more important when you're picking from this like nine through 12 spot, because I do think the value of those third round running backs will play a big role. If you're going to be able to get like a Ramondre or Jameer Gibbs in the late third round, I feel like it really opens up what you can do in round one, round two. Maybe you take no running backs. Maybe you take only one running back. But like I've been talking about, I do think you want at least one. We did have the one draft where we didn't get that, but I don't really love the idea of having two running backs starting that I don't feel overly confident in. So those are kind of my takeaways here, but I do think it's a very fun spot to draft just because there are lots of different running backs you can mix and match with. Same thing with wide receivers, right? Like some people view AJ Brown as like the best option in this range. Diggs, CD Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, Amon Ross St. Brown, so many options. Same thing at the running back position. Maybe you get a falling Bijan, Saquon, JT, Chubb's going to creep up into that range. You'll see Henry Jacobs go there also. So I think a fun spot to draft. If you all enjoyed the content, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for uh, staying all the way through the end, and I will see you all in the next one.